Welcome to another episode of the Battle of the Willamette. <laughs> I am your host, CJ. And we have with us two analysts that are subpar, Justin and Bud. What's up, fellas? Uh, it's not uh, It's not going too bad. I was hoping to have a, uh, uh, a better win streak coming into this week's podcast. I felt like last Rough week's week. win was... Uh, Two weeks ago, Win was uh, going to bring me into the next week, but uh, didn't quite make it. You know, you'd think with all this time we had to spend at home, you know, around the computer with it on all the time by osmosis, I'd be getting better at picking players that are good or even picking up crap off the scrap heap, but um, hasn't happened yet. Justin? <laughs> well, yeah, we weren't supposed to do any more of these pods. I thought we agreed it was supposed to be off of victories. And now both of you guys last week and one was uh was just fighting to stay out of the bag of d so that was rough there was another battle this week for that so (laughs) (laughs) the way that it did thank goodness for butker oh yeah 36 dollar (laughs) kicker hey just just that fab cost saved me from a bag of dicks i'll take it like i don't care i love it I love it. Well, um, yeah, I'm excited to do another pod. We're jumping on uh, uh, two, can weeks, I just, two weeks Can out. I just call something out? Can I just make an observation? And, Bud, this is mainly for you. And maybe, I mean, I, no, not at you, with you. An observation okay. that maybe you made the same one. Do you recall, like, let's say four weeks ago, where Justin was just about ready to hang himself? And like the season is lost and this sucks. And I got no, I, I have no good luck and it's the curse and blah, 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 blah. And now he's sitting at four and one. Well, did you, what do you think about that? Uh, you know, I, I mean, Justin knew what he had. We all, we all knew it was a bunch of BS. He was going to roll through again. I didn't. I mean, I don't put a lot of stock in the trash talk that's come out there. I know Justin's got a little woe is me when he has a little, little stub toe there, but well, I, I mean, I, I know what's coming. So it's, you know, it's the calm before every, the storm. Every freaking year <laughs> he gets in the first few weeks, he's like, Oh, I just, you know, just, it's a curse. And I'm just, just no luck. And it just sucks. And I deserve to win this league and I haven't. And, Gosh, this is so freaking I don't annoying. know if he ever said deserve. I feel like that's what no, I'm No, he saying. said he said I deserve. I, I feel I like he's, I think no, he's no. got more of a earned. I've earned. Taylor, IP has Taylor, got a deserve. Go back, Taylor, can we go back and find a clip somewhere where he says he deserves it? Because I know he said that. I know it. No, I think others said that I deserve it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that about myself. What uh, other than end zone, who would say anyone deserves anything? Well, first of all, you're inaccurate with your stats. I'm four and two. And That's what I secondly, said. You said four and one. I had I started oh. off with two losses. Okay. And um, I we don't need to relive all of this, but no one else has multiple <laughs> players out for the year that were keepers. And four talked about it last four, time. Four or six. It's a, it was a bad situation. And I'm probably um, I don't know, oh, and six, if I didn't end up randomly getting Mike Davis, 
uh, and then Tannehill was available and went off for a 40-point game. These are not – this has just been a little bit of luck for Duck Cowboy. Still very beaten up, so. So is the curse I still feel the same way. Well, you said I was bitching four weeks ago. It was really last week. I mean, every weekend, halfway <laughs> through Sunday, the, the curse really, is real, and I'm it depressed. Was really it was really like you maybe two. You know, you know, it's really it's been every weekend. <laughs> Justin, you complain about having guys that are out for the entire season. I don't know if you've looked at my roster. Sony Michelle and Bosa, they're out for the season. Yeah. Those are those are game changing right. individuals that I just can't get back. So I mean, I'm in the that's, same boat as you are. You're right, bud. That's 14, 15 points a week right there for sure. Yeah, Gone. combined, combined. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Gone. Gone. You can't make that up. You can't make that up with a kicker. No, or Ty Hilton. Well, I'm feeling I'm feeling okay. Um, this is supposed to be the uh, the, the intro. Not to bash bash on okay, Duck Cowboy sorry. out of the gates, and um, let's sorry. you know let's that's later in the show. That's later in the show. We've sorry. got a little section. We'll yeah, we, yeah. Sorry, I jumped ahead to the wrong segment. Yeah, what's on tap? What's on tap? Well, I'm doing this one for our brethren uh, up north. I've put a lot of pictures of the Bodhisattva out. I don't know that I've ever had it on an official podcast segment of What's on Tap. So. So. Um, this is Georgetown Brewing Company. They're out of Seattle, Washington. It's hard to say the Bodhisattva, but when my wife's at the store, I just say, look, look for the orange can. So this is also kind of a, uh, it's not a seasonal can, although I understand that um, October is the month of orange, but this is uh, both for that and for Electro. Well, it's delicious. Well, well, you can well, pick it up anywhere. Speaking of Electro, we've got a guest on the show. Welcome, Electro. Or some of you might not realize his name is Mike, but we'll call him Electro. What's up, Electro? Not much, guys. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for joining. We really you appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. This is, this is going to make things really exciting. I think that, you know, just to back up for a second, the, the Bodhisattva, why that's do you correct. say it's, is it from Seattle or something? Like why do you yeah. keep saying up north? Yeah, that's what I, that's what I said. Georgetown Brewing in Seattle, Washington. <laughs> Did you say that? I mean, is your left AirPod not working? Because I have it's around I've never heard of it. I don't know. Gosh, dang. I'm just so excited to have a lecture on the, on the program. I'm, I'm just, you know, it's really, uh, it's really fun. So Electro, what do you think? What do you think? I, we want to learn a little bit more about you. You know, like what's your, what is your kind of fantasy football history? Like when did you start playing all that kind of stuff? Like what, what's your, what's your deal? Uh, so, so I probably started in the, I don't know. I don't know the exact year, probably right around 2000, 2001. Uh, you know, I feel like it was pretty early, but I'm sure there was people playing much, much earlier than that. Oh, were you uh, 12? I was just 12? <laughs> yeah. The young man. <laughs> I, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm old, so yeah. Uh, but it was it was uh, you know just a group of guys from work, and uh, I was actually in that league with Hawk Attack. Oh wow! Okay. Sorry so to hear that. <laughs> so it didn't go well. Like it was pretty poorly managed, and so on. He was he was not the manager, but the manager was was not good at what he did. So yeah. 
Yeah, it's tough to have a bad commish. I mean, we've got one of the greats, so it makes things a lot easier. True, I, that is true. true. <laughs> I don't know. But so what? what is your – so is this now your league of record or do you have another league of record? Uh, so I'm in four leagues right now. Uh, this is my only keeper league. So, you know, I don't know. I, I plan on paring it down next year. But for now, it's four. And, and and your records in each of these leagues, these other leagues? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so one, I am at three. In, my work league, I'm in three and three, same as I am in uh, Battle of Willamette. Uh, my wife's family league, I am uh, four and two. So I'm doing quite well in that. And then uh, in my other league, which Mart, which Hawk Attack is the commissioner of, I was 0-5 going into last week. <laughs> Oh. And I, I pulled, I pulled a win out. I made a trade, which didn't end up helping me at all. But maybe it was just bad juju. I got rid of a player, and I got a win. So, hmm. yeah, it's it's rough. Yeah, and I hear you're kind of a tyrant in that league. Like you were not fun at all. I, uh, I mean, that's Marty's opinion. Marty is one of those guys, <laughs> super nice, easy to be taken advantage of. So he lets guys just not pay, and then he'll just pay it for him. And oh, I have a hard really? time with that. I have a hard time with that. I, I feel like if you want to play, then you need to pay. So I told him, hey, make me the treasurer, and I will make sure everybody pays. Ooh. But he didn't want to do that. <laughs> He's bringing the wrench to people's houses to get their fantasy football dues. <laughs> Either that or just don't don't play. I mean, if you don't want to pay for it, then don't play. When everybody When everybody else is paying, you should be paying. That's my feeling on it. I can't click the mouse with a broken hand. <laughs> mm -hmm. good point good point bud yeah that's that's good advice so what what questions you guys got for electro come on don't let them off easy don't no, no softballs let's go no so i obviously when we went through the whole interview process and everything with our league there was all of this talk oh you gotta take it we take it real seriously and you really got to be uh, on slack a lot and not just kind of all this nonsense right so what is your true <laughs> You know, and oh, and we got podcasts and vodcasts and all kinds of stuff, right? So what uh, what are your thoughts uh, halfway through the season here uh, on the Battle of the Willamette? Uh, so how long is this show? Like how much time do we have? <laughs> you got a hard <laughs> you know, 45. That? <laughs> I no, it's, uh, I don't think it's, you know, I expected it. I talked with Hawk Attack before he got me into this, and uh, it is much more involved than any league I've ever done. Um, I don't know how excited my wife is about me doing it, but <laughs> I enjoy it. It's, it's fun for me. It's something you have to just get through. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've enjoyed it. I think it's a fun league. I like the interaction and people always being on Slack. It, you know, especially during the, the COVID era. Uh, when everybody's separated, it gives me something else to kind of focus on. It's fun, and everybody's just kind of going back and forth. So it's a good time for me. I, I like this league. Uh, if I drop some other leagues next year, it definitely will not be this one. I can tell you that. Oh, good. We made the cut. <laughs> I, always I always love that conversation. It gets easier when you, you know, the more you do it, when you're saying, hey, I'm going upstairs for a podcast for my fantasy football league. <laughs> I hope you're right. Yeah. What part of it? So, Bud, what question do you have? 
No, no, no. I just was uh, curious last week going into our game. I like to pull everything back to uh, the hip hop bottomless franchise. Um, when there was that only that 10 point deficit and we were both kind of sitting on a stinker for the week, were you at all nervous that I would play guys that would score more points than what I had? <laughs> or were you more surprised that I had a guy that could get 20 points? Uh, you know, at, at the end of the day, I wasn't too concerned about losing that game. Uh, although obviously anything's possible. Um, but looking at your scoring history, I know you had a good week last week, uh, but I, I was pretty confident that I was going to be able to pull it out. Mm. Yeah. I, uh, I like to look at a week and if I'm within 20 <laughs> and I can get down on a knee and pray a lot, it's there's potential. I'm 50% on my way to getting what Yahoo said I would get for wins this season. So I feel like I'm already ahead of the game. Tracking. Tra I'm tracking. Hey, trends are perfect. That's what you want. You want to just stick yep. to the trend, right? Yep. So yep. Uh, here's a good one for you, Electro. Who do you hate the most in the league? Mm -hmm. Are we talking about people or players? People. <laughs> oh, Franchise people. owners. Yeah. Oh, I don't hate anybody. You guys are all great. Come on. I'm mm -hmm. not going to. I don't. I, I honestly don't. I don't have a problem with anybody. Slight um, dislike. I, I, if there was one person I had to pick, I mean, Slackbot kind of nailed it. You know, it's beat IP. It's he's the guy, you know, I kind of feel like he, uh, you know, he's the guy. Well, it's unanimous. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just need one more. Anybody, yeah. that can't, anybody that can't wear an appropriately sized t-shirt, no one likes. <laughs> and... I believe we can wrap the podcast up now. So, what other questions you guys got for? Him? You guys are letting them off easy. You liking the the name Electro? I remember having the pod and discussing if Electrocutioner was going to uh, to stick or if it was going to end up being um, some shorter nickname of some sort. So, I think it's kind of stuck at Electro, right? Well, he shortened it too. I, you shortened it on Slack. You it used to be Electrocutioner, and now it's you know, you've abbreviated down to Electro but on Slack. No, I like Electro. I think I'm happy with it. Uh, I know in the beginning, everybody was bitching about Electrocutioner was too long. Uh, <laughs> some people wanted me to, some people wanted me to call myself Tro. I don't even, that's, that's a little too ridiculously short. So I like Electro. I think it's going to stick. Well, I also feel like it's one of those things where it's like, cause you didn't give yourself that nickname. Someone else came up with it at one of the meetings or something it's like one of those things where you can't give yourself a nickname it's like oh well lecture that sticks that's yeah rolls off the tongue that's nice exactly yeah uh how do you feel about uh being in the west i know that um i'm terrible this year <laughs> and i'm in the east and it's going to be bad but um you've got three wins under your belt and you know you're you know sitting right there kind of in a pat catbird seat going into our you know playoff run what uh with the uh, trade deadline closely approaching, are you, uh, are you eyeing other trades to make a move to the playoff? Or are you trying to stand pat to just kind of get into the off season and then uh, work your way into next season? Uh, you know, on, right now I'm more focused on getting better for next season. But that being said, I've won three games. I would love to win this weekend uh, and maybe have a winning record at some point this season. I'd be pretty excited about that. Uh, so yeah, I'm probably a little more focused on getting better next year. Uh, but yeah, I'll make a run. But I got, I got a team. There. 
win here and there doesn't hurt. That's for sure. Right. And, yeah. and as far as being in the West, I don't mind. Uh, it's, you know, if you want to beat the best, you got to play the best. So, Oh, so you're saying the West is the best. I mean, our record kind of showed it this week, right? I mean, there's a, <laughs> I just, I have a completely opposite. I, I believe in, if you want to win, you got to beat the crappier teams and then get lucky at the end. I mean, you that's, just, you just got to make it to the end. Yeah. At that's this, it. At this point, we're going to we're going to have the shittiest guys on our bench starting by the end of the season cuz there's not going to be anybody left. <laughs> what do you think about all the trading that goes on in this league? How how are you how are you feeling about that? How are you adjusting to just trying to like just you can't keep track of who's on what team most of the time. It's kind of tough because there's so I thought How do you feel about just maybe it's just the number of transactions in general? I thought there'd be more trading honestly. It's I mean it's pretty involved but you know, for the most part, guys are just trading a bench guy here and there. There hasn't been a lot of big blockbuster trades. Um, so maybe when yeah. we get down to the trading deadline, we'll see some more. But for the most part, the majority of trades are just guys that, uh, you know, the team doesn't want. Yeah, I mean, I would I would kind of agree with that. The blockbusters come every once in a while. But there's, in a keeper league, people try and hold on to those, those A-list horses. They don't move hands too often. So uh, during the season, I definitely agree with you. Uh, what's, the, what's the worst trade that you've seen out there, though? Is there one that just sticks out that's, like, really bad trade? No. No, I mean, I honestly, there's some of them that I didn't – I just didn't really get. Uh, they, you know, it was just a couple low players, and maybe somebody got a draft pick out of it. So I guess they were mainly doing it for the draft pick. But there wasn't any – I don't know. I mean, it's, I can't give you the specific example. I know there's been a couple where I'm like, ah, what, what are they doing? But I, I honestly, I can't even remember what they were at this point. You have a uh, end zone coming up this week. Any thoughts on that matchup? Uh, no, I, I mean, I think I have a good chance to win that game. Uh, I don't, you know, it's not, it's not out of the question. It wouldn't be a huge surprise if I won. Uh, it doesn't look like last time I checked Yahoo, it doesn't look like he was favored by a lot. Uh, it's just a matter of if my players can score. So I feel good about it. Oh, so, so the, your key to winning is your players scoring. Got it. That's, we could use that <laughs> against him. I wrote that yes. down. <laughs> still, I'm still trying to get my players to score. So I, I was just trying I, to bait him to say something nasty about end zone, but it didn't work. I guess. I, I do need to be a little more specific. It needs to be the players I have starting, not my players on the bench. <laughs> uh, last weekend, I had a, a burger from Matt Ryan on my bench, so that didn't help me a lot. So I do have to start them in order to win. Okay, well, let's let's move on. Let's That, that actually is a good segue right there. Um, as we talk about kind of – we're kind of about midway through the season, and – what is your most hated player on your team? And let's start with Electro because I'm pretty sure you just named a guy that has probably been hated by many of us in this league over the last few years. Uh, yes, you called that. The aforementioned Matt Ryan is by far my most hated player. Uh, everybody told me when I picked him up, you know, ride the roller coaster. He's going to be up. He's going to be down. But I didn't expect him to put up like eight points one week, four points the next week, and then 40 points the week after that. Like it's, 
yeah, he, he will not be making my roster again after this season. I can guarantee you that. Hate that bastard. Your first relationship <laughs> with, uh, with Matt Ryan, huh? I think I, I think I hollered fool's gold to several yep. people that have, have rostered him. Cause I think this podcast, I think said it last year and the year before that. And I was like, ha fools. He's on my team now. Watch this. <laughs> oh no. Well, it's, it's quite telling actually that a, uh, a Husky would be uh, building his franchise around a, an Oregon duck in uh, Mr. Herbert. That's, that's good to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I needed a younger quarterback anyway. Obviously, like I said, Ryan isn't the answer. Um, I see a lot of the franchises that do well have obviously strong quarterbacks. It's obviously an important position. So I felt younger was better. And the Oregon Duck thing is just a bonus. Yeah, I don't really care about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, Duck Cowboy, what was what's your most hated rostered player that you've had on your team this year? Well, frustrating for sure has been Barkley for me. And that's why, you know, I was happy to, uh, to move him along ever since I drafted that guy, he's been injury prone and, uh, and he's had more two and three point games than he's had 30 and 40 point burgers. So maybe I sound a little bit like uh, Boston mobster uh, and him, him getting rid of his burger guy but uh Barkley definitely most frustrating he's not on the the roster anymore um and now it's it's Darius Leonard because I wanted him for so long (laughs) I missed him by a few dollars a few fab bucks when he blew up last year and I tried to trade for him so many times finally traded for him kept him and uh he started the season soft and now he's been injured for three weeks and I have to keep sitting there thinking uh, I'm wasting a, a bench spot by holding this guy when I could pick up another linebacker, but it's Darius right now, but I can't quit him. He's my boy. He's going to come through. Yeah. After all that bell, you're thinking about not getting him and how you deserve uh, to have him and all that. <clears throat> okay. So I'm going to ask Bud, but Bud, yeah. let's keep it short. Just one, right. not six. Right. Right. We're not going to talk about your whole roster. Okay. Not the one you hate the most. <laughs> The one, the I, uh, after you sent this question through, I really had to dig deep and look because there are so many guys on there that I don't like. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with AJ Green. I had, <laughs> I had so many high hopes for, I was like, you know what, you sons of bitches, this is his year. He's coming back. He's, screw that hamstring. That guy, it's going to be amazing. Start him for five weeks, three points, five points, six points. Yeah. To the bench, you son of a bee. 20 points. God! I love how Yahoo's like, he explodes for 8 of 11 for 96 yards. He's on. They figured out how to use him. I'm all, really? Five weeks later, you figured out how to use him. Great. Now he's back in the starting lineup. Going to get five points next week. Thanks, AJ Green. Uh, Yeah, that's rough. Well, I got your boy T.Y. now, and I hate that guy. He does. He really produces nothing, and I, I don't understand why. That's the problem. Like, is he really hit a cliff? Is he that bad? Like, he's really small. He's not he a big small. guy, and his. I swear to God, his speed has dropped off. And I think Andrew Luck just put it right where he needed it, 
And I think yeah. he elevated him to be better than he is. And he just. So you're saying that Philip Rivers is no Andrew Luck. Is that what you're saying? But I'm, that's what I'm saying. He's about to retire too. Whoever's got him on a roster, make sure you put him on a keeper. <laughs> okay. Let's go. I want to start with you, Justin. Give me one other surprise or <clears throat> maybe just a general thought of the first, you know, six weeks of the season. Um, first six weeks, just in general, my team, uh, the Eagles, well, the NFC East is horrible. And, um, <laughs> the Eagles are so injured. Have you started to look for their, you know, diamond in the rough on that team? So figuring someone's going to put up some points. They're really bad. Okay. All right. What about you, Electro? Uh, just as far as my team. Or as far yeah, as the or league. just how, or just the league. Any any thoughts you know related to the league that surprised you, or you know, just kind of, uh, or your team, whatever, whatever. I I would say what surprised me the most is teams like Duck Cowboy and Products can just throw any slob out there on their roster, <laughs> and the next thing you know, they've got two hundred <laughs> points, and I'm like, how? Well, what is happening? I don't understand. Like that guy BS. was garbage and. <laughs> it does tick me off man it's like i'm starting adrian peterson and Devontae freeman that that's the that's a loss if you ask me gosh dang and and what about you bud uh, i think i'm most surprised by uh who's um that he got me is at the top right there of the <laughs> east which is amazing and then um bungle being at the bottom of the west that uh I saw that the, today and I was like, God, how fast they fall. I think Bungles, I mean, he's putting up more points than most of the people in the, in the East, but he just is All uh, on, a, on a, you know, against a buzzsaw and some other teams. And it's just, it's just poor luck. I remember looking at, I always like to take a snapshot early in the season of like, like who's got the same record as me. And it was like, you know, Gore's got the same record as me. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's all relevant. It's all, it's no big deal. And, you know, things kind of shake out after a while, but yeah, those two, um, those were the two that came to mind first. Yeah. I, I mean, mine is just, you know, I'm, I, I'm surprised with Bungle Nation going one and five. That's a, that's a rough start, even though nobody, I mean, everyone's rooting against him, obviously, right? Like he, nobody wants him to win three in a row. So everyone's gunning for him. You know, he's sort of out on an Island out there on his own, which he's earned that that's what he deserves. Well, right, mm, but got, seeing him at one in five uh, and having more points than every team in the East, that's tough. Only one other team has been there before. That's Doug Cowboy. He didn't make the playoffs either. So, speaking of all that, I think it's time to get let's get statistical. Let 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 let's get statistical. 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 So what we're gonna talk about today is records right because everyone's everyone's in some some form well people that are at certain have a certain record there's always a certain level of like panic we'll say right like oh my record is one and five or two and four or three and three like i'm in trouble i need to start you know freaking out on slack and you know being a jerk to everybody and you know, the whole thing kind of brings, bringing you down. Losing well, I got some good news zone. and some bad news. Yeah, yeah, right. I got some good news and I got some bad news. 
coming up. So we've only had two zero and six teams ever. We don't have one this year, so that's good. We've had two. Neither one of them, surprising, have did not make the playoffs. Right? Weird. Now, now one in five. If you're one in five, you have a twelve percent chance based on the history of the league to make the playoffs. There's only been one team. We've had eight teams that have gone one in five, and one of them has made the playoffs. Would you guys like to know who that one team was? I think it was Badonka Bronx. It was not, as a matter yeah. of fact. I did start off 0-4 one time and went 8-5. Okay. Yes, that was amazing. Yeah, I mean, everyone four, talks about it. 0-4 to 8-5. That's a turnaround. <laughs> but it was Hawk Attack. Hawk Attack in 2017. He started off 1-5, made the playoffs, lost in the first round. Hold on, though. So was that his first year? So was that the year he came in halfway through? No, no, that no, because he, because he, no, that was his first full year. Okay, okay, yeah. Because I know halfway through that season it was in bad shape. That's why we had to. Uh, yeah, to he move went on. like two and he went two and three that year with the garbage team that Meatloaf left him. Because right. see, Mike, you may not know this, or Electro, you may not know this, but one guy didn't set his lineup two weeks in a row and got kicked out. And we, so we've only had one team booted during the season before. So it was just meatloaf. He didn't, he didn't, evidently he doesn't take a crap or anything. So he doesn't have time to change his lineup. And so he was worn twice and that was it. So we booted him out. That's how Marty got in the league. I'm not sure if you know that. Yeah, he's in, in interim. Interim Marty. Yeah. And he was so, remember how nice he was and positive on Slack and like super encouraging to everybody. And they were like, Hey, you got the job. And then they turned into this tyrant the next year. He even had, that was, we, that's how Slack attack started. Remember that? He got like, so he got pretty upset a couple of times, but we've moved on from that. He's much better now. He's gone through therapy. He's, you know, he's got a couple of like, you know, I, I don't know if he's doing some kind of Chai Chi or whatever it is. He's letting, <laughs> letting that hair grow out. He's like yeah. Santa, just kind of lets it, yeah. lets it flow. Hippie life. I can see. I can see the old old hawk attack come out though. Like he's gotten a little fired up with Boston a couple of times. Oh, yeah. He gets a little oh, yeah. fired up. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, Boston brings out the best in people. He's so positive. <laughs> you know, he 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 always. It's always about him and like Boston Stranglers is. Lobster. The first, the first two years, I think if you look at all major league sports and our league and everything, he's got one of the worst two-year spans of any sport we could find. Like we went out there, we did all the, all the work, kind of looking up bad. I mean, bad. He, his team was bad. So he's on this list quite a bit. Um, in fact. Boston Stranglers has never started better until this. This is his best start. He's he's always started off. Um, he he started off zero and six one year, um, two and four, and then two and four. So this is his best start. So way to go, Boston, and hang in there and keep being so positive, bringing up the league. You're doing a great job. Um, so let's talk about two and four teams that go two and four. So we've had 12 teams go 12, two and four over the years. And you're going to be surprised by this, but 75% of those teams have made the playoffs. In fact, three of our bitter bowl champions 
started off two and four. Is that crazy? Gore started off two and four in 2016 and 2017, battled his way back, got to the final four, lost it, and won the Bitter Bowl. Because that's what the Bitter Bowl is, Mike, if you don't know. So at the end, you got the final four. The two winners of those two games go obviously to the Bridge Bowl, and then the losers go to the Bitter Bowl for, to play for third place. So Gore's had that twice. You know who the third team is that won a bitter bowl after starting off two and four? The Cowboy. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. The Cowboy. Sure and did. Just last year. Because remember, he was ready to hang himself last year. <laughs> at, this, <laughs> at this time, it was everything was over and terrible. And I, I got it was we were basically I was having the exact same conversations with him that I had with him three weeks ago, but it was in it was probably during weeks three, four, five, and six. And I appreciate you being there for me again. And we've had one world champion start mm. off two and four. Well, you guys know who that was? The dog. I hope I hope it was hip hop. No, no. Hip hop started off, he crushed everybody that year. What the Wilson? Yeah, exactly. It was Bungle Nation, his six and seven tripping and falling into the playoffs and winning the championship year. (laughs) (laughs) And he's going to hate that I even bring that up because you know he's so like touchy about that year. You know, you barely bring it up. He's like, oh, I still got in. Uh, Yeah. Relax. You won. I got to win a second one because everyone thinks my first one doesn't count. <laughs> hey, last year he dominated. He slapped wow. us all around last year. Start so, to finish. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So what are you going to do? All right. So three and three teams. Now this is really weird. We've had 17 teams start off three and three. Only 47% of those have made the playoffs. Isn't that crazy? Like you're better off starting off two and four than three and three based on the history of this. I'm taking taking notes. (laughs) You should. (laughs) Right now, Hawk Attack, as depressed as he is, he's throwing up the white flag. He's got a 75% chance of making (laughs) four. And and he's probably going to win the Bitter Bowl, at least. Like he's, he's getting all the way back. Based on the history and what the stats tell us, Hawk Attack's the Bitter Bowl champion as we speak. He got third place. Congratulations, Hawk Attack. Raise the white flag. I will say <laughs> there's five three and three teams right now, so only three of them are getting in. Um, yeah. I'm not. Maybe. I can tell you I'm not. <laughs> so that's one. Put a, couple, put a couple good weeks together. You never know. I don't know. It, this a is lot a lot of injuries still year. out there. A lot of injuries still out there to be had. <laughs> well, yeah, and a lot of good, a lot of good talent too. So, Tons. okay. So now, I, now I just want. So, oh, by the way, out of the three and three, we have one champ, and that's really about it. A lot of first round losers. Oh, we did have one, one team lose a championship after starting three and three. You guys know who that was. Hmm. Badonk. That's probably that me cowboy. too. Yep, that's me. <laughs> Sorry to bring that up. But I, you lost know, lost a lot of championships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Badonka Bronx won. He went three and three in 2016. And 
pulled it out, pulled out a win. Impressive. Everybody's super trying to get out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so if you're if you're three and three or, or less, out of the forty times any of these teams have happened, twenty one did not qualify for the playoffs. Ten of them lost in the first round. Two lost in the second round. Three won the bitter bowl. One lost the championship. Two have won championships, and one person got booted. So, <laughs> and I'm not going to say who was the one that got booted because that's just rude, you know. Okay, anything can so, happen then. That just tells me anything can happen. So, I got a couple of compare and contrast things that I just want to go over real quick. So, products. Products has only been, has only started off three and three one time, right? Which probably explains why he's so nice. I mean, think about it. The rest of us are chasing freaking wins the whole dang season, right? Just trying to like win, win, win. Products, he's just like, eh, it's cool. I'll just start off five and one and roll with whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's good with it. Now, in contrast to that, you have Boston Stranglers who has always started off three and three or worse other than this year. That might be why he's so bitter. You guys think maybe he's been holding in his frustrations and now that he's finally got a winning record, he's all of a sudden kind of this, you know, guy that is just out to like punish yeah, he, everybody in the league or something. I don't know. He wants some credit. He wants some credit. Yeah. I've never heard anybody like say, you guys owe me respect on Pickham. You, that's what you guys get. Like what? <laughs> What are you talking about? Like it's <laughs> yeah. uh, anyways, then you have um then you have end zone. Okay. And this is a bummer for end zone. He has started off three and three or worse four times. Mm. Okay. And he's only come back to make the playoffs once. That's rough. You know, end zone's had it rough. Now on the other side of that. Gore has started off three and three or worse four times as well and has made it all but once to the playoffs. So mm. it's just kind of how did people respond early in the season? I don't know. I don't know what it is, but in season, guys have it. In season adjustments, probably trades, all yeah. the above. Luck, maybe luck. No, it's not luck. All of this mm. is skill, all of it. 100 <laughs> just ask just ask boston i'm sure he'd tell you right because he's been working on from christian mccaffrey to dalvin cook to joe mixon yep. hey this is skill man you got to do what you got to do you got to find those burgers in the rough <laughs> burgers burgers, burgers in the rough Rough burgers. All right, that's it. That's let's get statistical. I thought that was Ooh, kind of fun. You guys that, see that stuff. That's good to know. That was good stuff. Yeah. All right. Well, what do we think? Should we do some little buds bag? Let's do some buds bag. Buds bag. Let's hear this. What do you got for us? All right, we got. A oh few wait, wait. You want to explain to Electro what? what this is you may not approve this segment oh this is a bud's bag it comes and goes um we're uh started, started polling the uh league i sent a note out to the guys and you that didn't respond um with questions wait, wait can i get a bud can i get a list of 
franchises that didn't respond to you, Uh-oh. I'd like to send them a message after this podcast. <laughs> it'll, be, uh, it'll, be, it'll be easier to send you a list of franchises that did. <laughs> okay, so. do that. I can figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, but no, they were, uh, it was um, quality over quantity. So uh, a couple of franchises okay. that did something. Um, so Bud's bag of burning questions is just, getting perspective on the league from uh, this, this brain trust that we've got that comes out once every couple months and, you know, what's new, what's up with the league. What do you, what are, what are the burning questions that the, uh, the league owners aren't willing to throw out on Slack or just too bored or their fingers hurt too much and they can't type it all out. So, um, so we'll start with a couple from, uh, from our friends in the West, one of our franchises. Oh no. Mm -hmm. Uh, 2023. I'll try not to give this one away with my uh, um, with my accent. <laughs> Will we ever mix up the West and the East? I mean, I feel sorry for some teams. Guys, do you think we're ever well, going like, to mix up the East and the West? Like I've probably said 70 times. We're not <laughs> voting on realignment till 2023. That was part of the deal. Done. 2023. Yeah, but that means, yes, we probably will in 2023. Yeah, but here's the thing. You have to have eight votes for change. Mm -hmm. And you've got six people in the East and six people in the West. And... And I, I can't imagine that you arrogant bastards in the West think that you guys are just going to be that dominant forever. You know, like, it's an ebbs and flow. It's like the AFC NFC. Things, things change. In fact, you know what? I don't want to know what you think, Justin. I want to know what Electro thinks. Well, so my, my thought on that would be the West would want to change because then we get to beat up on the teams from the East more often. No, that's not what I'm asking. But oh, what are you asking? No, I mean, that's fine. I kind of asked that. But here's the thing. You need eight votes to yeah. overturn, sure. right? To say, yes, we want realignment. So how are you going to get two votes? What two idiots, if, if, it, if you guys are saying you're still... Boston. Boston. Yeah, There's one yeah. for sure, because Boston There's... wants to just... He just wants it. So he's going to vote and, for it. Yeah. And then hip-hop will, and will hips in the East. coerced. Yeah, no, of course. Look, here's the biggest piece of this. It's not about playing the, the West two times and the East once. It's, it's more about being able to trade with other people. We've gotten to a point where I don't like to trade in division because I'm just giving my division a bunch of ammo. And so I'm forced to kind of trade with the same people in the East constantly. So we just need to mix that part up so I can trade with some different people. Oh, so it's about that cowboy. Absolutely. If you're trading across that way, Eventually, it's going to come up to the mean and agreed, the which is what we're doing right now. Similar. So that's my point. That's my point. Like you can't, you can't say that the West is going to stay, is going to stay up over the East indefinitely. The point differential is squeezing in. Mm. Right? Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Can we? I think so. I think there's a question in here. So you guys might need to work with me on this one. So this one's from Irish Puddles. Got it. 
can we find people for complaining like a bitch or <laughs> but not find them if it's entertaining okay, i'm not sure if that's a question or or like i i think what they're saying is if you have an entertaining way of complaining about your injuries or your team a la duck cowboy on the uh, picture um it's okay but if you just come out and say you throw a bunch of screenshots on there and you're complaining about your you know your best five guys and they're all out can we find arbitrarily just find those league members justin i think we can do whatever we want that's a good answer. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to kill fruit flies. <laughs> Suddenly all over the screen here. I thought that was a commissioner uh, question, but. Um, it's round table. This, I mean, we can't literally can't do anything, but we can sure talk about it. No, we could find anyone though. And <clears throat> that's actually probably my biggest takeaway being halfway into the season. There's not a lot of fines in that pool for, uh, for the toilet bowl winner to win. 20 bucks. Yeah, we need to up the fines. We need to start finding stuff. So maybe it is. You keep complaining about your injuries week in and week out. You get a warning. Then you're fined. What do you think, Electro? Electro, what do you think of the complaining? I'm, I'm on board. I'm, I'm sad that there isn't more fines. Let's see more fines. <laughs> Rain it in, commit. Listen, I don't mind the whining. And I I don't like it. It's, it's showing people are active and and you know what? It causes controversy. I'm good with it. Like, whatever. Like, hey, we all got our problems, you know? And I mean, I'm not one to go out and complain about, you know, what's going on with my team. I mean, you know, we all got things to complain about, but I don't think finding somebody over that, maybe it's therapeutic that they complain on Slack. Maybe it makes them feel better and they can sleep better at night. I mean, that's all. I just want people to sleep good at night. I mean, that's kind of my goal. But I do look for people to be breaking the rules. I look often because I do look for fines. I love them. I love finding people. So, yeah. Is there, Electro. is there, so I'm assuming there is no fine since there's two people on this podcast playing mm -hmm. guys on IR getting points. I mean, come on, guys. That should be a fine. You know what was, you know what was super unique? You know what was super unique about that situation? And I was thinking about yours, CJ, too. They were both Monday night games where they activated them like an hour before the game that's, that's so, a, and, and if you don't have you can't drop a player that's the biggest once piece. they've played right so i went so, to and i sent screenshots of it to the commish of me trying to drop a player once he went and you can't drop someone once they've played so right the uniqueness of it being on a monday night now it had that been a sunday maybe fines are coming i think yeah. there is a, i think there is a timeline and i think that the rules are a little vague, but it needs to be in in a manner that is. Well, I'm just wondering if I don't I this has never been a problem before. Maybe this is something new with the NFL that maybe just they didn't really announce. Just, just because three I, I was I thought they had to activate players by a certain time during the week. So they had to practice, you know, yeah, it's, it was, just... it's weird. I think that all the IR stuff did change. Obviously, the three, they designate a three and a six yeah. and a mm -hmm. COVID. So all the IR regulations did change. I agree with you. They used to have to get a, you know, a practice in. Although I think that they are practicing. 
Well, they're getting in, I, like Van Der Esch got in like a few minor partial practices or, or something like that, but there was no indication that he was coming off of IR. So it's just, I don't know, like I thought you couldn't practice if you were on IR in the past. So I don't know. We'll have to do some research because it's, it's happened four times this year already that somebody has had this. And I think it's really great that all four times the, the, the owner has at least reached out to me and said, Hey, this, I, I can't, I got this situation, but I'll take care of it in the morning. And every time people have dropped players on Tuesday, which if they really wanted to do anything bad, they would not drop that player on Tuesday. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone's doing the right thing. Um, but I couldn't drop anybody last night. So I didn't, you know, sorry, Electro. That's the way it goes, man. <laughs> 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 maybe i should find electro for you know getting into my business i don't know i'm just looking for i love it no but i, I do look at everyone's rosters um on a couple of very key days during the week just to make sure no there's no funny business going on mm. and you know what this is the first year that i haven't seen any funny business i give everyone one warning um with the number of hours to make a change and I haven't had to do that this year. It's not that I can remember. So I'm looking for fines. So don't worry, guys. I'm trying to get that pot bigger, <laughs> you know, bigger. so it's worth, you know, losing, I guess. So, Electra, you know how the fine pot works? I'll just tell you, because I'm sure, like, Boston doesn't know and end zone and, you know, probably Irish puddle. They just don't know these things. But Bud probably doesn't know. I mean, but anyway... <laughs> <laughs> whoever gets second place in the final four the bottom four tournament the toilet tournament second place gets half the fab bucks out of the fine pot and then 30 percent go to third place and 20 percent go to fourth place so they get right. something for sucking um so we'll see we'll see what happens right now it's only 10 bucks what 10 bucks and then six bucks and four bucks i'm looking forward to my 3.33333 repeating so yeah well i round up and sometimes i like last year i had to give an extra dollar out and that's okay because you know what I'm, you can't do partial fab dollars but back to the ir thing let's um let's look closer at that and let's understand it and then we'll add it to the meeting um in the spring because we need to probably figure out what's the what's the deal there because I don't think right now I don't think we have very many options. We need to understand it so people know, and then we can decide what to do. All right, what's the next question, Bud? Uh, we've got the uh, mid-season Duck Heisman. So Electro, mm. the Duck Heisman is the best player in the league. So uh, right? Isn't that right? Yeah. No. Yep. Um, so mid-season, where who's who's on track to get the Duck Heisman? Who's who's on track? Well, the Duck Heisman. The Duck Heisman is based on the final four teams. So the final four teams, so we'll say the top four teams, which right now would be Products, Duck Cowboy, He Got Me, and Boston Mobsters. So what we, we do is we take the best player from each of those teams, and then the committee, okay, and the committee is who's ever won a Duck Heisman in the past gets <laughs> to vote on who wins that, right? So um, it's obviously I'm part of the committee. Um, Bungle, Hip Hop Apotamus, 
and Duck Cowboy, right? I don't think there's anyone else that's, I don't think I'm missing anyone, right? Anyways, so if that were the case. It's like a fairly elite group. I like yeah, if, <laughs> if that were the case, then we would have Josh Allen, right? Obviously that's Boston's. Then we would have Kyler Murray. Then we would have Deshaun Watson. Hmm. And then we would have, let's see. Love. Right now it would have been Dak, but Dak's <laughs> out. So the next one really would be Dalvin Cook. And so if I were voting on that, I would probably roll with Dalvin Cook because Dalvin Cook is, he's the running back of the group. That's a lot of points there to add. So we'll, we, we, who knows how it goes. And usually we, we, we wait till the, we get those final four, we talk about it and then the final two. So whoever's in the bridge board, one of those two guys that ends up winning, but um, that's how it works. So that's who it would be. It'd be Josh Allen, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson, Dalvin Cook would be our four finalists at this point. Interesting. Does that answer, does that answer your question, bud? Well, no, I thought, I, I think it was less specific than that. Uh, <laughs> thanks, CJ. Um, sure. For uh, CJ, you had your touch. Uh, Doug Cowboy Electro, best player this, so far this season. Oh, sorry. I feel like, I feel like my question was structured more rigidly than I was expecting, so. Well, I have a different answer for that, but I'll wait and let you guys answer first. I know Electro was, his head was spinning there a little bit and I was trying to <laughs> bring it back down to just I was prepared. Best guy. Best I, guy. I know. I sent, I, I sent you guys all the information and it's clear that none of you guys did any it's research. It's on page 6B of the handbook. I know. <laughs> well, I'm curious. Are we going off of this year's uh, numbers or last oh, year's? Boy. This year's numbers. Ball. He just said the oh. first seven weeks. What is your deal, Doug Cowboy? Bro, I just curious. No one jumped on my rolling 37 weeks. No one. <laughs> no one wants that. I like that. The number one. <laughs> so that still doesn't help. <laughs> Who does a rolling 37 weeks? <laughs> the Gregorian calendar. Ask. <laughs> All right. Well, I, this I, year, this I, six weeks. You know, the funny part is, is they haven't really, you know, tr translated into as many victories. But I think Alvin Kamara is probably personally having one of the best years um, of anyone out there. And I think, obviously, Josh Josh Allen, but I think Russell Wilson too. So um, those are probably my top three. Electro. Yeah, yeah. I well, I would Electro? go Electro. Electro. Whoa, whoa. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm going with Gosh. I'm going with Russell all the way. I think Russell, obviously being a Hawk fan, it's been fun for me to watch, but I think he's been the best player so far this year. Yeah, I think that Russell starts, and Russell before CJ starts. You guys, we're not doing the podcast, but in in the podcast, we can see each other and watching Justin put the emphasis on his players while he's trying to kill the gnats is incredible. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering what he was doing earlier. He's like, so yeah. excited and about I'm like, oh, he want to say something? Laura. <laughs> All right, CJ, go ahead. All right, so I, I agree. I think it, it's coming down. You, you got to look at the, the teams that are, we're talking about here. So Hawk Attack being two and four, if he were three and three or four and two, I would say Russell Wilson, no question. 
right? Because it's an MVP thing. And Russell Wilson is the fourth highest scoring player. Not that's scored in our game. So, you know, some some players have been benched, stuff like that, like whatever. But And he's still the fourth highest scoring player this year. And he's had his bye week already. Yeah. And then the other, the other one is probably Patrick Mahomes. But Alvin Kamara has kept gore alive <laughs> right with the amount of injuries and stuff to his other keepers and just performance of his team or whatever so being three and three is 100 percent because of alvin Kamara, right there's no question about it so that's a tough one but russell wilson's having a crazy year i just i don't see anyone if he continues to play the way that he's played i think it's it's i, I don't see how anyone's gonna gonna outscore him but what's next bud that's it. We're going to wrap it up there because I know I think we've run a little bit long and I'm looking forward to the next section. Okay. Well, Justin's Jibber Jabber. Just, 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 Justin. Justin's Jibber Jabber. What do you got for us today, Justin's Jibber Jabber? Well, the people, the people are asking for more slack to the future. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Slack to the Future is sweeping the Battle of the Willamette and mostly just the Battle of the Willamette. <laughs> and, yeah, that's pretty much it. It's, it's, it's almost as epic as Man versus Gorilla. Let's keep it rolling. Well, we'll see. But what was interesting is it's only been, it's been two weeks since our last pod. So going yeah. Slack to the future was not as deep, but there's a lot that's happened in two weeks, and uh, I think I think a few of them are worth another look. So um, we start with the thirty-six dollar kicker. <laughs> that happened. Yeah, and he won a game for me. Well, I mean, he got me out of a bag of dicks. Is that not worth thirty-six bad bucks? Money, money well spent. Um, we'll move on because the next one is about the same individual, but evidently um, Bronco fans buy each other gifts. Yeah. Saw that in Slack. Anyone else received a pair of uh, brand new shoes? You like, I, feel like, I feel like I've tried, but have been turned down until there was an actual logo on them. And then it was received with open arms is what it seemed like. <laughs> anytime there's been shoe conversation out there i throw out my size and nothing's ever happened <laughs> and, and this is with majority of this this uh fantasy football league that i play with works at shoe stores so nothing <laughs> and he got me as sitting atop the east there so well, I noticed that on Slack to the Future, figured we should bring it up. The other thing is we had the introduction of hashtag Drop Burger. <laughs> drop Burger, yeah, man. Drop Burger was born. <laughs> and it was born with, uh, with Claypool, right? Like, Yeah. And if I'm and not Tanya, Tanya or that, that tight end yep. for Green Bay, that's another Tom. Drop Burger. Yep, and the timestamp on the drops is priceless. <laughs> like someone's grinding over this meaningless ad drop 
<laughs> but they weren't going to start him anyways. Nope, but they sure would have liked to have had him the next time waivers rolled around a week later. <laughs> yeah. It's like, way to be so smart and not smart at the same time. <laughs> it's just good management. It's just good management right there. Hawk Attack was another one with Tannehill. You know, it wasn't oh. it wasn't a drop burger, but it was then a drop and pick up and 42. So yeah. Um, we had Electro ask the question, what is Slackbot and why does he hate IP? <laughs> <laughs> I still don't know. I still don't know. Slackbot has always hated Irish puddles since the beginning, and it went away for a while. Um, I don't know what brought it back. I think IPs, maybe he pissed off the wrong people. I don't know. It's, it's a mystery. Remember if you said puddles before it said, you always try to steal me lucky charms. <laughs> it's right. It was last year. Oh, the slack bot is crisis. <laughs> We had uh, Boston Mobster say that Halloween is dumb. <laughs> He's an angry guy. He's angry. Who, like, hates, who hates Halloween and why? And wh yeah, why? Why do you hate Halloween? Like, are you, is it scary? Is it like maybe bad? When, maybe he had his candy stolen all the time when he was a kid. That up. would make a lot of sense, actually. Yeah. That's probably what it is. Got picked on a lot. Yeah, poor guy. We should have a little more empathy <laughs> for him. You know, he's he's got problems. It's clear, right? When he talks <laughs> and stuff. I don't know. Maybe he's the kid who had to, uh, you know, make his Halloween costume out of whatever it was <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> like <He> probably <laughs> had to like he had to explain it was some kind of weird thing that no one knows about is it was his friend in canada did it or something yeah. you know just like weird because he's from the northeast he's like an obscure book character from a canadian novel you don't know <laughs> i'd explain oh. it but it'd take too long he's a crab net every time son of a bitch oh he's so angry boston get help my gosh all right, we'll wrap it up with this because it's recent, um, but it was needed. Uh, the Where's Bungo was out there. <laughs> where's what? Where's Bungo? Oh, Bungo. <laughs> Look, I was, I'm, I'm serious. We haven't, at one in five, is that what it is? We haven't heard from Bungo Nation much at all. And and I know it's because after winning back to back, no one gives a damn that you're one in five. <laughs> and maybe yeah. he just understands where he is and he's just going to keep it shut. But it's always nice to have Bungle Nation, you know, on Slack every once in a while. And we just haven't had that in a while. He needs well, you know, to roll through with a Kiki. Do you love me? He needs some video. He had some yeah, videos see? last year. He was Absolutely. Very active. That's the, yeah. That's the guy we need back. Yeah. Some dance videos. You know, I, I, some certain owners I know I have to check in on um, 
you know, with like a mental health <laughs> check um, when things aren't going well. And, and he's certainly one of them. <clears throat> he's had some bad years early on, and but he's had a lot of success in this league. So I did reach out to him and he assured me he was fine because he's scoring so many points um, and that things will turn around. And since we've talked, he's lost two more games. So I, um, <laughs> I'm not sure what to do. Uh, maybe it's time for another check-in. I'll, I'll try that. Well, I tried to lighten the mood with the uh, Andy on Andy wedding picks. <laughs> <laughs> Always a classic go-to. Always a classic. Yeah. It's a good throwback. It was very, uh, it's hard to throw it back, but it was lucky that he played this week. So it's like, all right, we remember who this guy was. So, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to throw that out when he's just a backup holding the clipboard. <laughs> it's true. One, uh, one silver lining to Dak going down, evidently, and the Cowboys sucking. So I appreciate that. Right. Yeah, that's the only thing you had to say was that. Yeah. Okay. Anything? That's it. Justin, no more Slack the future. You got it? Yeah, no, just know when you put something out there, we're going to. We're look watching. Back. We're going to find it. <laughs> and we're going to talk well, about I, it. A few, uh, few quick announcements, or not announcements, but the housekeeping items, whatever you want to call it. So um, I've had a lot of positive feedback on potentially doing the meetings in Boise. So. Mm. Um, you know, I'll start to just get a little bit more details on that. Maybe look at some timing, see what people think, that sort of thing, probably in the next couple of months, but it sounds positive. So start thinking about that and what part of May or, you know, that we want to do it, or do we want to do it in June, whatever we want to do, just start thinking about that, you know, but mark your calendars to a certain extent. And then don't forget the trade deadline is November 14th. And that's a hard stop. That means it has to be processed by the 14th. So if you submit a trade on the 13th, it's not going to go through. So keep that in mind as you guys kind of finish up the next few weeks and you start to panic even more. Or you decide, maybe I'll mail this one in and go into the toilet tournament and get that 10 bucks. You know? Because the way it works out is I think Bungle's going to win the toilet bowl this year. So watch out, he's going to be like a juggernaut in that <laughs> toilet tournament. So keep that in mind. You get 10 bucks. Um, and Electro, you know what happens if you win the toilet bowl, right? You get the first pick, right? Yeah, man. Yes. Awesome. If, so it's, if you have a first pick. So, so, and I'm assuming since I traded my first pick and now Duck Cowboy has it, that I would be helping him if I win the toilet bowl. Well, I'm not waiting for you, buddy. Yeah, I bet you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like last year, I was rooting for shoot, who did I have? Three, three teams. I had I had a first. I had somebody's first round pick and needed them to win, and they ended up getting third in that. So that didn't work out at all. But but the other the other item that was discussed was an actual toilet lid right because <laughs> it says i suck at fantasy football yeah that you have to put in your house I and that you that. have to have in your house oh, yeah you gotta put it on the main floor yeah. main floor 
And I think I'm that that needs it. to be, I think that's what it needs to be going forward. So we'll have to look and see which ones of those you can engrave nicely. Yeah. Oh, and weren't we going to have kind of some splatter on it too that doesn't come off? <laughs> you know, I think we have to keep it somewhat tame because um, I don't know. My wife likes to have people over and I don't know if she's going to be out for that or not. Maybe we should have a big uh, schlong shadow on it. <laughs> you know, just a backwards one for IP. <laughs> like when you like when you look like when you look down at the the toilet seat and then you suddenly look at your own junk real quick to make sure everything is fine all right i'll, I'll design it i'll design it guys connect yeah, okay, the market perfect. bidet to it it'll be fine <laughs> all right electro thanks for joining man i hope this was fun we had fun having you on and you'll you'll get to hear it now forever your your voice and your thoughts on whatever out there forever well unless unless you decide to edit me out completely as you've done in the past i, I that's not me i that that's not me <laughs> i didn't do that 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 just sort of happened i mean it's just you know Run on, I don't know. run on nonsense gets edited that's and you were just fine just fine. yeah if All you right. start to kind of like you know i don't know always jump in super excited you know just weird about stuff then you get you get edited out it's awkward that is awkward all right well thanks guys we'll see you next right. time battle of the willamette go duck cowboy <laughs> see you guys <laughs> 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 <laughs>